Okay, Parshas Bechukhoisai, page 708. This Parsha definitely screams and calls out that we're getting ready for Shavuos, for the Yom Tev of Shavuos, as the Chazal tell us, you know, in the Gemara Megillah, Gemara Brachas, that uh, the Toichacha, the rebuke that is found in Parshas Bechukhoisai at the end of Sefer Vayikra, and the Teichacha that's found in the Sefer Dvarim is always read before Rosh Hashanah and before Shavuos because we should end the year with all of the curses and we should start the new year with blessings. And the Gemara says Rosh Hashanah, we understand, is a new year. What is Shavuos? So the Gemara says Shavuos is also a calling out of a new era, the new era of the Perisailon, the fruits of the tree. And we have to understand what does that mean? The fruits of the tree make it a new a new year. But Bukhukaisai is a daunting parsha. It has beautiful psukim of Bracha that are almost unparalleled in the Torah. And then it also has many, many, many psukim. That, our, that the Balkara reads it in a little bit of an undertone, and that's the, the bulk of, of this week's Parsha. Um, in the 78 Psukim of Parshas, Parshas Bechukhoisai, and then the Parsha, Parsha ends with when a person makes a vow to give their worth to the Beis HaMikdash. So how much is a person worth? It's a good question. How much is a person worth? So the Torah gives a value system, how you evaluate a person and goes by his age bracket. And it's an interesting way of ending the Parsha, the, the connection between that and the Teichacha is something also interesting to look look at. But the, the most famous Pasuk is in the beginning of the Parsha. If you will follow my decrees. Choyk is always referred to in the simple sense as mitzvahs that don't have a simple reason. Honoring parents, um, have has a simple reason. Makes sense. Don't steal. Don't kill. Don't. Many of the other uh, isurim and mitzvahs have valid reason. Those are called mishpatim. In if you will go my statutes, and Rashi right away says one of the most famous Rashi's. Rashi says yochol zekim hamitzvahs. We would think that. This pasuk is referring to observing mitzvahs and the type of mitzvahs that are called chukim. But then it says right after, Ves mitzvah isai tishmeru, and you will keep my commandments. Commandments are general. They include chukim and mishpatim in the mitzvahs. So what is b'chukaisai teilechu? And here the question is, what is the word chayk referring to? And what is the word teilechu referring to? As the commentaries point out. Says the Rashi from Chazal, 
that you should be you should toil in your approach and your learning of Torah. And and this is very daunting. We see right away we're ready to close the book and to say, okay, I'm not an Omel Torah. I, I spend my much of my day in the office and doing other things. So this parish is not talking to me. We'll leave it for the those the Rebchaim Kanievskis of the world and the people who can, who can uh, be in close proximity to that. And that's a big mistake. And that's a big mistake. This parsha is written for Klal Yisrael. This written is for every single person in every single stage of their life. For men and women alike. And I wanted to broaden the, our understanding of this and to appreciate what is the term Amelus Batoira? Which of course includes and in the pyramid of things has in it Amelus Batoira solely um, investing our time in learning Torah on the highest level without any distractions. Like we've seen the greatest example of Rav Chaim Kanievsky that, that we, we haven't had in, in many generations. Someone uh, who was so devoted, so uh, focused on his learning of Torah. And I think this, that this parsha comes on the heels of Lag Baomer gives us insight to understand because Rav Shimba Yechoi, I think in his personality, in his evolution, and in the celebration that his, his name brings is something that brings us to the understanding of what Amelus Batora means and how it applies to everybody. Rav Shimbar Yechoi is most well known in the Gemara, the famous Gemara in Brachas in the beginning of the sixth parak, Daflamet Heyam Abeis, where the Gemara says, Tanarabonon, the Asafta de Gonecha, we say this in Shema every day, twice a day. The Asafta de Gonecha, you will gather in your grains. The second parsha of, of the Kriyashma, Vahoya im Shamoa, and it will be when you will surely listen to the Torah. And it's referring to the masses. It's in, the, in Lashen, it's in plural, it's in Lashen Rabbim. As opposed to the first parsha, ve'ohafta es Hashem in the singular, b'chol with all your heart in the singular, but the, the parsha of v'hoyim shemay is talking to the masses, b'chol levavchem u'v'chol nafshechem to the plural. So the Gemara says that hanheg bahem minig derecheretz divrei Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel looks at this pasuk and says, we see from here. That people have to have a have to have a, a livelihood. When you will gather in your grain, which means that there are people who are farmers or people doing any type of business, any type of commerce. They're out there in the world providing for themselves and their families and their communities. Conduct yourself in a way that's productive. That's Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shimbar the famous Rajbi that were dancing at Miron at his, it's his yard site. As we said, not everybody agrees to that, but Rav Shirba says, 
Efshir Adam Chayrish B'Shas Charisha. Is it possible that a person will plow in the time of plowing? And he will zareya b'shazri, and he will plant in the time of seeding. The koytze b'shaz ktsir, and he will harvest in the time of harvesting. V'dosh b'shaz disha, and he will thresh the grains in the time of threshing. V'zayra b'shaz haruach, and he will winnow it in the time of, of the, that the winds are blowing. Torah matehela, what's going to be with Torah? He's busy. It takes up 12 months of the year. Right? People think you buy matzah. Someone just told me yesterday that they're going this week or next week to start harvesting the wheat for next year's matzah. It's, it's, a, it's almost a full year process. The people who are involved in it, the same thing with Esraigim, and it, it's a full year process. We go to the store two days before Sukkot and look for an Esraig. And we go a couple a week before to buy matzah, but it's it's a full year process. When is a person going to learn? This is Rabbi Shimon Yechoni looked at this just scenario. He says, "When are you going to learn?" So it says Rabbi Shimon Yechoni. Therefore, full bitochen, no work, total devotion only and only to Torah. That's Rav Shem Bar Yechai. So the Gemara is talking about this machloikas. It's a major machloikas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rav Shem Bar Yechai. So says the Gemara, Amr Abaya, Har be'osuk Rav Yishmael ve'osu bi'odam. Many people have conducted themselves like Rav Yishmael, that they have a parnosa and they have a way of dealing with the world and providing for themselves and their families. And they were successful. Also biyodim is a term, and they were successful. It it, it rose it ri- rose up. and 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 I guess many people did like They weren't successful. Didn't catch on. It didn't become a movement. And that's all the Gemara says. So we see, it seems that we have these machlekes and it seems we paskin like Rabbi Shmuel, we paskin Rabbi Shmuel, and that's where you see people, <coughs> the Jewish, the Jewish uh, face of Jewish people, that people have all types of livelihoods and parnosas, and Rabbi is cast to the side. Now, we, we can't learn like that, Rabbi so we, we have to learn that the celebration of Lag Boimer, as we said last week, quoting from, from um, the, the Or HaShulchan, which was a, uh, a Litvish Paisik, the Or HaShulchan, he says that the celebration of Lag Boimer was not only perhaps when he died, which is interesting why we make a celebration, but it was when he went out of the cave. There was a whole story that we mentioned briefly that on Daf Lamed Gimel, on Lamed Gimel Lag, in Masech the Shabbos, the Gemara says a whole story, interesting story, that says that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimba Yechoi were sitting together, and there was this fellow, Yehuda ben Gerim, was also there. Yehuda ben Gerim, Rashi says, was someone that his parents were Gerim. His parents were converts. 
And Rabbi Yehuda said, wow, how beautiful is the government, the Roman government. Look at that, they built marketplaces, we have malls, we have um, bathhouses. Whatever you need, this community runs. We have all the necessary needs of what we need personally and collectively. You can, you can buy what you need. Right? It's like you, you, today, you, know, you, you say, wow, it's wonderful, Amazon. Whatever you need, just go on there, Amazon Prime, you have it there. Before you can turn your computer off, it's knocking at the door. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So, Rav Shimba Yechoi chimes in. So Rav Yaisi said, the Gemara says, Shosak, he didn't say anything. Nene Rav Shimba Yechoi v'omar, Rav Shimba Yechoi chimes in, got up and he said, ridiculous. Kol Mashatiknu, everything that the Romans did, they didn't do for us, they did it for themselves. They made marketplaces and malls in order to conduct themselves in lewd behavior. Besides making money, of course, but that's nothing wrong with that. He said they, they did it in order to con- con- congregate to have terrible behavior. And, and bathhouses was in order to... to, to you know, f- to make themselves beautiful for their own good. Bridges they built in order to take tolls. They didn't do it for us. There's, you have the wrong perspective, Rabbi Shemarichai said. So Yehuda bin Gerim told the government, he, he told someone else, we can't understand why he would do that. Could be he just, he just happened to... S- told over this conversation. Okay, let's leave it at that right now. We can give a whole sheer on what, what, what was going on there. And the government heard, and now Rashid Bayechei was being persecuted and he was being pursued. So him and his son left home. They went into this cave. And we know the story. He was there for 12 years. And Akash Bohu saved him, brought a, a brook, a stream that he could have water, and grew a boxer tree that he could have, a carob tree that he could have, Fruits to, to live off. Twelve years. He ran away without even a change of clothing. He took off his clothing so the clothes wouldn't you know, deteriorate. And he only wore them maybe on Shabbos, I think. He covered himself in sand. That's interesting, Misa. There's so much to, to dissect this Gemara. So, so the Gemara says... And he didn't even tell his wife where he's going because he didn't want them to pressure her or to persecute her to tell him where he is. She didn't know where he is. So at the end of 12 years, Elia Novi, let me hear what we're talking about. Elia Novi comes and to the opening of the cave and said, whoever is looking for Bar Yochoi died. And the government changed. It used to be a Republican, now it's a Democrat, you know, and everything's different. All of a sudden, everything's different. <laughs> we don't have to expound that, we know what that means. Everything's different. So comes Rabbi Shimon Yechoi and his son, they come out of the cave. And Rabbi Shimon Yechoi came out of the cave and he looked around to the world that he hasn't seen in 12 years. 
and he sees people. This guy is, uh, has a dry cleaner. This one has a, a sewing shop. This one has a butcher shop. This one's planting. And he sees and he says, he says, these people are menichim chaye oilam. They're not studying Torah without stop. They're, they're engaged in commerce and, and regular things. Menichim chaye oilam. They put, up, put down the, 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 the things that matter in this world. Things are eternal. V'oiskim b'chaye shor. And they're just doing regular things. Every place where they looked, miyad nisab, they got burnt up. People died. Pashtas and the Gemara, people died. Came a baskol, came a heavenly voice and says, Did I take you out of this cave to burn up my world? And God, God is telling him, That's not your purpose to burn up the world. Go back to the cave. They stayed there for 12 more months in the cave. They weren't being persecuted. This was voluntary. Right? This was voluntary. After, why? Because the Mishpat of, of Roshoyim is in Gehenim is maximum 12 months. That's what we say, Kaddish, for 12 months. So came out of Bosco and says, now you can go out. So, so everywhere that they looked, his son, Machi Rabbi Lazar, everywhere where they looked, same thing, looked at people doing this and that and this job and this job, Machi Rabbi Lazar, Lazar destroyed, and Masi Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon now healed and rep- repaired what he was looking at. So then Shimon turns to his son and says, You know what, son? It's, the world is, is worthwhile to exist for you and I. I mean, you and I, what? What do you mean, you and I? You and I, who are devoted totally to learning Torah, the world can exist just on us. Then the Gemara says, ends off with the following little story. The Malishapta came, it was Friday. Chozlahu Saba, Rabbi Shibra Yechonin's son, see this elderly man. Saba's a, a, Saba, Saba, a grandfather, an old man. They have a Nokitre Medani Asa. He had two bouquets of flowers. Viroid Ben Ashmash's name is running home with these two bouquets of flowers. So Omer Lay, Hani Lomalacha, where are you running, old man? Two bouquets of flowers. What, what's, you know, I don't see gold in your hand. I don't see anything that's valuable in your hands. Amr lahu lichvayt Shabbos. I'm running home for the, for the honor of Shabbos. V'tizgalacha b'chad. So Rav Shemayichoy says, what's with the two bouquets of flowers? You're tripping and you're, you, need, you need your hand to hold your cane. What are you holding? Two bouquets of flowers. So... The old man told Rav Shubayichoi, he says, Chad Keneged Zohar v'chad Keneged Shomor. They're both the covered Shabbos. One is for Zohar as Yom HaShabbos L'Kadshay, and one is for Shomor as Yom HaShabbos. The two psukim in the Aser Sadibras that talk about Shabbos. Amar Lei Lebrei, 
So now Rabbi Shimachai looks at his son and says, Chazi, look, Kama Chavivin Mitzvah Al Yisrael. Look how, how valuable, how chaviv, how desirable, how beautiful mitzvahs are for the Jewish people. Yosef Datayu, and they both became appeased. Yosef Datayu, I mean, they became what we would call, they became, they became settled. They became b'menucha. This is the Gemara in Shabbos, a very telling Gemara. And I, I would like to say that this is what we're, we're talking about, that there's a concept and an appreciation of Amelus Batoira that refers to something much broader, much more. And this, much more than just the people that Rebchaim Kanievsky is learning in the Beis Medrash, learning in Torah, of course it includes that. But this was the evolution, this process of Rav Shimbar Yechoi going from what he held and he saw in what he said in the Gemara and Brachas. But the way he expressed it, let's see the difference between the way he expressed in the Gemara and Brachas and the way he concluded in the Gemara and Shabbos, Daflam Gimel. In the Gemara and Brachas he said, Efsher, is it possible? That word Efsher means there is, it's, it's a narrow path. It doesn't make any sense if you're going to be busy in the time of, of, of plowing and seeding and harvesting and, 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 uh, and, and winnowing and threshing, then that takes up your whole year. It takes a whole year to make a piece of matzah. So Torah, what's going to be with Torah? To, to at the end and also what we see in the Gemara in, in, in Shabbos when he came out of the, of the cave after 12 years. He says, Menichen. He says, they came out of the cave. He says, they're Menichen. They're pushing aside. This is the narrow path, not seeing the broader picture. This is what Rabbi Shem saw. He said, so what is the real Amelus Patayra, what is the Amelus in service to God? Amelus means a whole different definition. Amelus means that it's, I have an internal magnetic force, I have a magnetic pull that I desire the toiling for the ultimate goal that there should be Torah in the Jewish people. In, in this beautiful sefer, Shiras Nasan, written by someone who is a tremendous Talmud Chacham, his name is Reb Usher David May. He's a son-in-law of Mayor Stern. He teaches Torah and learns Torah in, in Muncie all day long. And he wrote many Sfarim put out from his Shiurim, and he has a sefer on Talmud Torah. And there in, in Simon Mem Aleph, he has that there's a concept of Amelus Betoira that is far beyond the, lear- the learning or the, the description of the learning. It's a Amelus that brings to Menucha. Because he proves this. He proves this because 
because the Gemara says that Yisachar, the blessing to Yisachar, who are the Lende Torah in Parshas Vayechi, in Perak Memtes Yudalit, it says Yisachar Chamor Goram. Yisachar is like a donkey schlepping and working, toiling in Torah. Rovatz Bein Amishvesoyim, he carries the yoke of Torah to the nth degree. And then the Pasuk is Vayar Menucha Kitoiv. He sees that his bliss, his, his um, rest, Menucha means rest, is good. And that gives him the, the Vayet Shichmoy Lisbol, and that makes him more devoted to the yoke that he is carrying. So these two concepts of Amelus and Menucha seem to be opposed to each other. So he says there's a, the concept of Amelus Betoira is the, is something much greater. It's, it's, it's talking about just like a person is, is motivated and he's driven. We would call that driven. Amelus is being driven. You're driven by either a person wanting to make more money or a person wanting to, uh, you know, climb Mount Everest. You have to be driven. It's not just something, oh, okay, I'll do it or maybe I will do it. You have to be driven. You have to train and you have to be driven. You have to be meshugaloi sadavri. You have to be crazy for it or else it's never going to happen. He says that is, that drive is an internal drive that what is the source of our drive is the source of our drive only and solely because of our physical desires or is it because of our spiritual and our uh, appreciation of our neshama right? a very basic concept a melus batoira means that a person ha- is, is driven is driven because of his internal spiritual drive. That's his Amelus Batura. That's what Amelus Batura means. It's almost like a like a magnetic force that pulls and 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 pulls a person closer. We know we have a gravity, the forces of gravity which pull a person down. That's the physical pull that we have you can't you can't go against it. You have to just work with it. But there's also a, a gravity that pulls us up. You know, the, the early Chrushainim, the Mabit, and the Maral all say, why is it that a, an animal walks on all four and a child who begins crawling on all four naturally starts... It's, it's much more stable to walk on all four. Why would a child... Automatically go on all on, on two legs and then fall again. Let him stay crawling. Until later, he gets intelligent. We can prove to him why it's better to be on, on, on two legs not, and not walk on all four. Why? It's more stable. The answer is because there's something internal. There's a gravity that pulls us up. That's our neshama. A human being ultimately is driven by his neshama. And we want to work that and develop that. That's amelus. Amelus is to that to heighten our awareness that the gravity that pulls us down, the physical gravity and the f- spiritual gravity that pulls us up, 
should, should win out. And we see that this is, this is what happens. It happens in a child. And he also, and Rabbi May brings from the Rebbeinus and Ibeshitz, the famous Medrash that says that there's every blade of grass has a star or a malach that hits it and tells it grow. Every plant, every blade of grass grows up and we see grass grows through cement. It pushes its way through asphalt. How can you understand that we can rip it with, with one hand? How does it push through asphalt and concrete? Cracks the concrete. We see it all over LA, the roots of trees. Breaks through thick concrete. Rips through your foundation of your home. What's going on here? We see it, we know it, we... People, you know, the, goes through pipes. We don't understand it. This is the mala, this is the, the upward gravity that Akash gave to all living things. It's limited. It's, it's the, the, uh, an animal has, a plant life has one level, an animal has a different level, but a human being should be dominated. That's Amelus Batayra. The, the dominant force. What Rabbi Shimbayachoy developed in his understanding of what he started with in the Gemara and Brachas to say, how are you ever going to be Alma Batayra? That was a, a narrow view of what Amelus Batayra means. But there's a broader perspective that applies to everybody, even the person who is plowing and harvesting and seeding and planting and, and winnowing and threshing. He also could be Omo Batayra when his whole, the gravity of his life is what pulls him up, not what pulls him down. That's Amelus Batayra. It's, it's an attitude. It's an attitude. And this is what it means in the if we will go with you will go with my statutes. The the diuk from Chazal is not only in the word chukim, statutes, which it's limitless in its application. That's why it's a chaik. It has no one definition. And that's what Rab Rab Mshibrayachoi came to this realization in the Gemara Shabbos when he saw this old man and he was carrying two bundles of flowers. What's this flowers? He said, Where are you running, old man? So he said, The covered Shabbos. So he says, Isn't one enough? One bouquet of your wife would be very happy to bring her one bouquet of flowers. It's nice in the home. What are you carrying two? Such a schlep. You're, you're, you're unstable. You're an old man. He says, one can negate Zachar, one can negate Shomer. He says, look how the Chavivus, look at the Amelus of Klal Yisrael, a simple person. Look at the simple person who looked into, saw the, the beauty of Shabbos, and he wanted to express the two dimensions of Shabbos. That's why we light two candles on Shabbos. One can negate Shomer, one can negate Zachar. And Rabbi Shabbat says, you taught me a lesson. You taught me a lesson of the Chavivus. Me, who, who I, all I do is learn. You taught me, I learned from you. So it went full circle. 
That's why he says, Yosef Datayu, now you brought me to Menucha. You brought me to, to be relaxed. That's Amelus Patayra. That's what Hashem created in Yisachar. Those who are dedicated to Torah, they also see Menucha. They see Menucha in, not only in their activity, but in everybody's activity. And this was the famous, uh, I share with you two stories. One, one is an old story, and I welcome you to look in the Parsha, the Arachayim HaKadosh, who lived over 200 years ago, the Arachayim HaKadosh. In, the, in this week's Parsha, on that, those words, he writes 42 Pshatim. I, I kid you not, look in the Parsha. They're, they're numbered even. They're numbered. 42 Pshatim. I kid you not. And it goes pages and pages. It's quoted in every... I'm showing you, it was show and tell. See, two pages of commentary, both Orachayim HaKadosh, Orachayim. Another two pages, Orachayim, both pages. 42 Pshatim, they're numbered. 42 Pshatim on one, on one Pasuk? What's going on here? 42 is the gematria of Vidibar Tabam. What we say in Krishna, you should speak in them. Bum is Membeis, 42. It's also the 42 travels that the Jewish people had in the desert for 40 years until they came to Eretz Yisrael. It was 42 Masois and Parshas Masai in the end of Bamidbar. 42 camps, campings. It's the journey. It's the journey that Akash Bohu set out that the person goes on in his life to realize what Amelus Batorah is all about. It's not just, it of course has that. We need the Chaim Kanievskis. But the simple old man who's carrying two bouquets of flowers home is also an Omel Batorah because of his Chavivus for the mitzvah. He's bringing meaning. He's bringing the the energy of this upward gravity. I don't know if gravity by definition means a, it's a force pulling. I don't know if dafka means pulling down. I don't know. We always use it that way. Can you have gravity pulling up? Why not? Why not, right? <laughs> In outer space, there's no gravity, nothing. You're just floating around, you know. Uh, I think the people in the space station... There's a whole, there was a, a Jew there, I don't know how he, uh, there's a question of how he lit Shabbos candles and how he, how he did the mitzvahs, everything is floating around. But this is one of, the, one of the messages. Nothing has to be, you see in outer space there's no gravity. It's a place where just things float around. You, you have to pull things up, you have to put things down. But we live in this world, Hashem created us in this world where there's, the natural gravity of pulling us down, that's the body, that's our physicality. We have, we have the, also the natural tendency to pull ourselves up. And that's, that's the true Amelus Batoira. The, 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 the famous story that I always tell over my, my kids about the, the Orachayim HaKadosh, that uh, I don't think it's appropriate to, now in the Shear, but it's, it's, it's a, it was a lesson at a time when the, the Orachim HaKadosh slipped like 
to not appreciate the true definition of Amelus Batayra. Just like in the Gemara, when, when, in the Shabbos, when he looked at the world and destroyed everybody who was not doing the straight and narrow of, of learning Torah full time, and Hashem said, did I put you here to destroy my world? You're not getting it. Go back into the cave. And he went back for, th- for 12 months, and then he came out with a totally different perspective. The similar story happened to Arachim HaKadosh when he, he didn't appreciate and he didn't stand up for the honor of Torah, for the, the real perspective of Torah, and he was sent into Golos, you know, for a period of time, self-imposed Golos. Like the cave, he was sent into exile. And during that week of his tshuva, self-imposed every day of the week he Hashem gave him as a gift for his self-imposed golas these 42 pshatim of and, and, this, and this was an accepted tshuva and that's why that's the story that's the, in, in Bekitzer this is the, the story behind that and, but it, it sheds light in, in every different, every different way. Every different way. There's a perspective of not having a narrow, myopic way of looking at things. Just because I get it, or I found my expression in one way, that doesn't mean that the same attitude of Amelus Batoro not a melus in that my melus batora can be expressed in carrying two bouquets of flowers, or in the way that that I daven, or in the way that I wear my tzitzis, or the way that I I conduct myself in in doing chesed, or in my way that I put my efforts in helping someone or helping my family. It's all a melus batora. This is what God intended. This is what Reb Shimon came. So technically, full circle, there is no machloikas between Rabbi Shmuel, who said that you got to do your thing, and Reb Shimon who says, when are you going to get things done? It's the perspective. Someone has to grow the, the bread and the, and the flour, and, and someone's got to do it. But that person has to have his amelus, his connection to the gravity of of being an uplifted way of life, not just like the Romans. This is what Rabbi Shemayichoy, he was right also. We can't look up at the Romans. They don't have anything of that gravity that pulls us up. And he was right in that. But he needed to be directed in his perspective of, like in the Gemara Brachas, by saying, Efsher, that someone will... Do you know? Do the planting and the harvesting and the and the plowing at the time. And what is he going to learn? That's not a right perspective. Everybody has to have a melus patora in whatever they're conducting themselves in every in every which way. And that's Rabbi Shmuel came full circle to understand. And he says, "You're not going to get it in the Romans. Don't praise the Romans." That will take you nowhere, that's for sure. And that he was right.
And that's why he objected. But the, 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 the way of life, and this is what we say in our davening every day, right before we say Shema, in Ava Rabba, the, 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 to see the love that Hashem um, dealt with us by giving us the Torah, we say, Vatalamdem Chukei Chayim. In the Torah that He gave us, with love, with compassion, He taught us the statutes of life. Chukei Chayim. The same word as Bechukoisai. The statutes of life means this perspective that even Rabbi Shemar came to appreciate. So the, 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 the end of the Gemara in Brachas, I feel, is the end of the Gemara in Shabbos, where Yasav and he, he learned to appreciate that old man who was carrying two bouquets of flowers, and he asked him, why isn't one enough good, good for you for Shabbos? I don't get it. And this old man taught him Shemar like 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 nothing. He taught him. What do you mean? One is connected zocher. One is connected shomer. And Shemayichai, who knew nothing except learning Torah, was, wow. He says, I see kamachavivin mitzvahs al Yisrael. I learned the new perspective of Amelus that I didn't get from my books. Now I see it in the world. That's what Hashem wanted. Did I did I make my world for you to destroy it? I want you to learn from it. You have a lot to learn from your from the svarim that you learn, and you have a lot to learn from the world that I created. Look at this old man who's carrying flowers. You learned a new perspective. Yasfed datayu. He became b'menucha, which is the true amelus batoira. That that the 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 true understanding of amelus batoira, as the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos says. Parak, in the sixth parak, which is the parak about Torah, the Mishnah says, "Kachi shel Torah." This is the way of Torah. Pas b'melach toichal. You'll eat bread with salt. Mayim b'mesura tish. You'll drink a measure of water. V'chayitzar tichi, and you will. You will, um, and you you will even be able to sustain difficulties, and tichyan. You'll call that life. So the mafarshim say we're not asking for that. It's not the only way, but I would. That's my my draw, my 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 magnetic pull to Torah is. I would even do this if it came down to it. I would do this. That's how much. My draw, my, my, my pull is, that's the, the last part of the Mishnah, and, and in Torah you are, you toil, and if you do this, you'll have it good in this world, and great in the world to come, because it's, it's, you are, you've opened up your eyes to all wealth, how everything can fit in, but there's a perspective of you are toiling in Torah, which means you have this perspective that everybody in their way can be the shining light, the force of gravity that helps everybody move up. 
This, every person in their own way, this way how he conducts himself in business, and this one how, he, how, he's, how honest he is, and this one how he does chesed, and this one how he davens, and this one how he wouldn't miss a minion. And you say, well, what's the, you know, there's no small matter. It's all ashrecha. Brings us to happiness. This is chayim. This is the this is the perspective that brings us and everybody around us to happiness, to serenity, to the menucha. And this is what I think we we learned from Rabbi Shimon Yechoi in his journey, in his great journey. And when we come Lag Baimer is to celebrate that perspective. That's why everybody finds happiness by Rabbi Shimon Yechoi, even though the Rabbi Shimon Yechoi seemed to be in the, in the beginning so limiting, so exclusive. Everybody, men, women, and children, we give the haircuts at three to babies at, at, at his kever because this is the, what we want to inspire our youth. We, we, we cut off his, why do, we grow, why, do, why do we grow the hair at three years old? Because the Torah says, Odom eats asad, a man is like a tree tree grows from the ground up births through how does the tree know which how do the roots know not to grow down and to go up through the earth even if you plant the seed upside down it will turn around and the roots will go down and the trunk will go up what does it have a gps yeah the gps is a melus batora that's what it is it's omel it's a gravity it's a pull it's a natural and that we have to train, we have to uh, embrace it, we have to um, uh, train it, and we have to use it properly. This is, this is the beauty and the, the um, the beauty of, of this week's Parsha, even though it has the, of course it has the Toichacha, the, the curses, but the curses are also there to motivate us, to f- help us focus and we should be zeicha to with this to inch our way closer to the spheres Omer to Shavuos.